My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial. Oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. Welcome back to the Loves to Chat podcast. Regardless of if you're listening to this in the morning, if you are listening to this on a Friday when my Loves to Chat podcast episodes drop, or if you're listening to this on any other day of the week at any other time, hello, welcome to the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm so happy to be able to spend some time with you today. And what we are talking about once again is friendship. Friendship. Friendship's a topic that just keeps coming back around here on the podcast. I find it interesting that we don't spend more time in general, in all the places, talking about friendships when they're some of the longest and most significant relationships we take part in our entire lives. They are by far one of the most important relationships that we have. They are the most in to grow to our development, our disappointments, our frustrations, how we, what's the word I'm looking for? How we like grow, right? How we actually practice, that's the word I was looking for. How we practice hard conversations, how we practice showing up for other people, how we practice having something to say when we don't know what to say, how we practice being silent and just holding space for somebody. Friendships are just super important and there are so many elements to friendships that are worth having conversation about. I had an interesting experience last week which prompted me to record this episode. To be fair, I am absolutely a friend who keeps score. That surprise is exactly none of my friends, but it's worth saying out loud. And let me tell you what I mean before you're like, wait, what? Like, tit for tat? No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is I think far too often it's easy for us to like let little things, and it doesn't even need to be little, but like there can be things that happen that if you don't say something about, it can snowball and become a big thing. I had a conversation with a friend a couple months back and I had said something just rude, like, and it wasn't meant to be rude in the moment, but it was dismissive. And the next time that we were on the phone, they said to me like, you know, that really kind of hurt my feelings. And it was so refreshing because I had screwed up 
And I needed to be held accountable for that. I needed it to be called to my attention. In the moment, I remembered thinking, that didn't feel really good. And I don't know if that's going to be like, is it okay that I said that? And I just kind of kept it moving. And the answer was, no, it wasn't okay. So should I have in that moment have known like, hey, I'm sorry if that sounded kind of off. Like I shouldn't have said that. I totally could have, but I didn't. And that happens, right? We miss the mark and sometimes we recognize it and we speak up and other times we don't say anything and we hope that it goes better. But when we hold each other accountable, then we can talk about it, make amends, fix it, take responsibility and commit to not making the same mistake again and move forward. Which means we're not just letting a whole bunch of things pile up. So I try to keep score when it comes to like, if I mess up, I want to rectify that. If you mess up, I want to try to hold you accountable in a way that feels like appropriate for our relationship and how we've committed to being friends to each other, not in a shaming way, but in a like, hey, that hurt my feelings, or I was kind of disappointed that you didn't do X, Y, or Z. But let's address the topic that is the topic, and then let's move forward together in a better place. I find that to be the healthiest way that I can go through my friendships I was not there five years ago. I was not there 10 years ago. Hot diggity. When I was in high school, please, whatever. We were all just trying to make it. Like, but as adult people, we can do better. And I try to do better. So yes, I'm a friend who keeps score. And I expect the same of my friends. I expect them to hold me accountable. I expect them to take responsibility, to make amends, to commit to not making the same mistakes. That's my expectation of friendship. I also expect reciprocity. I understand more and more, well, let me say it this way. (laughs) As I just said about the like, I wasn't here five years ago, 10 years ago in high school, right? More and more over the last couple of years, thanks to therapy, I understand in a way, in a much better way than I ever could before, that not all of us have strengths in the same area. That means in ways that some of us are really incredible at being friends, other people can fall short in that area. So in my life, some of my friends are really great in particular like actions and that's just not my innate way of expressing my care for people in my life. For example, I have a friend who is fantastic at writing cards and letters. Every birthday, I receive a beautiful handwritten card in the mail where they express themselves, and it's beautiful. This person also is great at sending a letter to let me know that they're thinking of me or to encourage me when I'm having a tough time. This is a place that they thrive. Now, I can do this, but it's not my innate way of expressing myself. It's not something that I naturally think, oh, you know what, let me send them a letter or like, let me write them a card. That just isn't my gut reaction to how I show up for my friends. Now, that doesn't make it bad. It just makes it different. It's unlikely that I'm going to reciprocate that friend in that way, but I absolutely show up in other ways. I'm the friend who will remember your birthday. Your birthday is in my calendar. It is set to like repeat annually forever. 
I am the friend who will send an encouraging text message. I'm the friend who will remember the last topic that we spoke about three months ago and pick up where we left off. All right, I have strengths in other areas that I get to love on and pour into my friends in those ways. So reciprocity, whoa, difficult word. So reciprocity to me doesn't equal exact action for action. However, last week I was scrolling Instagram and came across someone's IG stories who I've considered a friend for some time now and I had this interesting realization. I think I'm their friend, but they're really my friend. Ooh, yeah, that one, that was, that was tough. Now, you may be wondering, what do I mean by that? Here's what this means. I recognize that if I don't make any effort for outreach or connection, it simply doesn't happen. And suddenly, all sorts of questions started to kind of swirl around for me. All sorts of, and you know, at first I was like, it's not even questions as much as it's just aha moments. Like, they don't ever engage with any of my content on Instagram. They haven't asked me any follow-up questions about something really important that I shared with them and you know, that like it was a private moment, I shared something important to them. They never like followed up, asked anything about like, how so how's that going or what happened or how are you feeling? Hmm. Our relationship has benefited them in ways that have like helped move them forward, but they haven't really done the same for me. So at first, I was upset. And if I'm being really honest with myself, this wasn't the first time I had this realization. It's been like a gnawing, like super, super quiet voice in the back of my head that just continues to get louder. And now I've heard it. It's like full on Keila Fowler voice. It's like, dude, for real? And so I can't ignore it anymore. So at first I was upset. And then I realized I'm not actually upset. I'm disappointed, which I have found to be a much difficult, much more difficult emotion to deal with. Disappointment is like the worst. And then I asked myself, am I that person in someone else's life? Meaning this, Am I the person in someone else's life where they would say about me, I think I'm Keela's friend, but Keela's not really my friend. Oh, y'all, that sucks. That sucks so bad. When you really consider that, you're like, wow, what ways do I fail to engage and connect with my friends, with people who find me to be their friend? And it was in that moment that I realized the truth. It's really hard to recognize when you simply don't rank in someone else's life. It's easier for you to recognize when somebody doesn't rank in your life. And in fact, I had a real complicated dream about that last night, but I am a vivid dreamer. It's not unusual for me to have a dream that feels like real life playing out. And in fact, I was prepared to record this podcast today. And I think my subconscious was really playing out that scenario where I'm recognizing that, yeah, 
I clearly don't rank in some people's lives that I thought that kind of they rank in mine. I'm not talking about your friends that start to miss the mark. You know, the ones that you're connected to in relationship with where you communicate on any sort of regular basis. Right? Those are the friendships where it's noticeable when something shifted. You do try to have those conversations because you, you're like, whoa, whoa, the score is off. Like the score of like our friendship feeling good for both of us. We need to do something about that. Those, those are not the friends I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that you find you bring up in conversation or you have an affinity for, right? Maybe you follow them on social media. You chat with them at work. Maybe you ask, right, you ask about their life, people, their business, their school, etc. right? But they don't actually do the same for you. You invite them to events that you're having, but then you see posts of them having events. And you're like, huh, interesting. I didn't get an invite to that. And when you tune in, you recognize, huh, they don't like or comment on any of my posts on social media. They don't seek me out in the morning at work to chat, to say good morning, to ask me if I need a cup of coffee. They don't ask about the people in my life. They don't invite me to those events, right? Like I just said. Now, in this season, which is season two, episode three, how do we break up? I talk about breaking up with friends, but this is different. This isn't a breakup. This is a realization that you're not as connected to someone as you thought you were. And so, what do you do? Now, by this point, if you've been listening to this podcast for any sort of bit, two episodes, four episodes, all the episodes, you know that I don't always have answers for us. And that's unfortunate, but that's also what I am coming to realize adulthood is. It's just constantly having questions and curiosities and talking to each other about those questions and curiosities and not necessarily having any more answers than the person next to you, but at least we can say this. This is what the podcast is truly about. The like motivation behind it, the reason I keep showing up and the reality of like what we experience now as adults unlike what we thought it was going to be when we were kids. Sometimes it's just about letting you know that you're not alone in some of the thoughts and feelings and experiences that you're having. And every time you message me or leave a comment on the Instagram post or send me a voice memo, which actually that doesn't happen, but I really wish y'all would. It's great. Um, but every time you respond to me in some way about the podcast episodes, you also let me know that like I am not alone in some of the thoughts, feelings, and experiences that I'm having. So thank you for that. Let's keep that up for each other. You know what I'm saying? This is where I've landed with this one, that we're just not alone. I don't necessarily have answers, but we're not alone in feeling this. We've experienced this, not just me, not just you. This is a we. We've had these experiences. And I figure we do have some options. Here's what I've come up with. Ask yourself, do you expect anything to change? That's really the question that I would pose to myself. 
Do I expect anything to change in this relationship, friendship, connectionship, whatever it actually is? And if so, then okay, let's reach out and have a conversation. What does that conversation look like? I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, let, let's, let's brainstorm this together. Let's say that the conversation goes a little bit like this. Hey friend, I mean, I literally, I'm just using friend as a placeholder for a name, but if you wanna call your friend friend, by all means, you do you. Hey friend, it really disappoints me when you don't X, Y, Z. Actually, I, like, I don't know that that's, that's a great option, but it's something, right? Or maybe it can be like this, right? We're brainstorming. And by the way, like, I hope you're brainstorming with me wherever you are listening to this and you like jot down some of your ideas and share them with the rest of us so that we can do better than my random things that are popping into my brain. Maybe you say, hey friend, I really would love for you to comment on my posts more often on Instagram. It really makes a difference. It matters to me. That's, pro that's much better than like, hey friend, you disappoint me. Um, but yeah, if you expect that something can change, if you want something to change, and you think the person would actually be willing to show up in a way that is more up to the standard of what you're looking for in your friendship, then yeah, you reach out and you have a conversation. But if you don't, which is where I'm at personally with this particular situation that I had last week when I was like, huh, you know what? This has actually been bothering me for a while. And yeah, I can't ignore this anymore. I don't expect that to change personally. So if you don't expect it to change, let it fade. Stop making an effort that isn't being reciprocated. In my experience, the other person doesn't even recognize it. And the reason they don't recognize it is because you don't rank for them. I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in a real way. Let's stop being so cutesy cutesy, nicey nicey. And if you really think about some of the people that you interact with, I am sure you can identify for yourself some folks that do not rank for you. They are an acquaintance. They are somebody that you see here and there. Maybe you've had moments where you were more connected because of a project you were working on together or because of some crisis that brought you together or because of some, right? There's, there are moments in which we happen to spend more time with certain people and then the moment passes and we don't spend more time with them anymore. Or like it was a friendship for a season, not for a lifetime. And that's okay too. But like, it's not, it's not that it's a bad thing when you recognize someone doesn't rank for you. It's a hurtful and disappointing thing when you recognize you don't rank for somebody else. But when you let it fade, it's not gonna register for them. Because this has been causing you frustration. It's because it has been causing you confusion. It's not about them, it's about you. So maybe you unfollow them on social media. Maybe you limit your exposure. And maybe what you do instead, which is truly what we should be doing in the first place, is that you double down on extending your time and energy to the friends that fill you up, the ones who reciprocate, the ones who pour into you, the ones that make you feel connected, 
the ones who hold you accountable, the ones that are in it to win it with you. What are we winning? Feeling better about this life. Feeling like you don't have to do this alone. So let's figure it out. Let's get out there, y'all. Let's look at our social media followings, followers, whatever. Let's look at who are we spending energy and time pouring into that we don't really rank for. And how can we create more peace and more ease and more happiness in our lives by removing those elements of friendship that aren't really reciprocated? Because we deserve better than that. I can't wait to hear from you. Come on over to the Instagram, at loves to chat Leave a comment. Let me know your thoughts, your feelings, your reactions. And I will see you, talk to you, hear from you in the next episode. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to the Loves to Chat podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen. Give a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at loves to chat and at Keila Fowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week.